USA News. I'm Jeremy Scott. More people are on the roads this 4th of July weekend than four years ago, which set the previous record. AAA's Robert Sinclair says over 50 million Americans are expected to travel, most by car. Employment is up over the past few months. Spending is higher, about 5.5% higher compared to last year. I think Americans still have a lot of pent-up demand after being locked down for three years of the pandemic. Meanwhile, it's no easy trip by air as flight issues continue in parts of the country. Over 2.8 million people are expected to pass through TSA gates this weekend. Denver International Airport has been hit the hardest as almost half of all flights in and out of the airport have been delayed. United Airlines has run into issues as well with over 40% of all flights delayed. I'm Jim Forbes. FlightAware reports 2,000 flights today are delayed in and out of the U.S. and more than 100 have been canceled. The Supreme Court strikes down President Biden's student debt forgiveness plan, which means loans will need to be repaid back starting in October. This follows a three-year pause while the issue is being debated. President Biden says now he'll invoke the Higher Education Act in an effort to provide debt relief to as many borrowers as possible. Protests of the fatal shooting of a teenager by police continued across France last night with nearly a thousand people arrested. Stores were looted and vehicles were set on fire with fireworks used as weapons. The French Ministry of Interior says nearly 80 police officers were injured. It's a big weekend for fireworks sales. The American Pyrotechnics Association says retailers are expecting sales of $100 million more than last year, topping $2.4 billion across the country. This is USA News. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around 200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code STRONG for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code STRONG for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code STRONG. Abortions in Indiana will now be banned in the state with limited exceptions starting as early as August after the state's Supreme Court upheld the ban, ruling the state's General Assembly is able to determine the extent to which to prohibit abortions. A lawsuit is now challenging it on grounds of religious freedom. Indiana was the first state to pass an abortion ban following last year's overturning of Roe v. Wade by the U.S. Supreme Court. The heat is on in Northern California. Laura Winters reports. We're not going to see that much cooling. Meteorologists Katrina Hand with the National Weather Service says some places to the north could top 110 degrees this weekend. Seniors and folks with medical conditions are urged to stay indoors. Through the rest of the weekend, we'll see those heat-related impacts across the area um, with a little relief 
in the overnight hours. The warmest temperatures expected today, but the heat will last through Monday. Meanwhile, New Yorkers are dealing with swarms of bugs. A spokeswoman for the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene says they are aphids and are not considered to be a health risk. Here's what one New Yorker in Long Island City is experiencing. Look at all these bugs that are just dying on my shirt. They are small and come in many colors, including red, green, yellow, and black. Experts say the bug swarms should only last a few days to a week, and the warm temperatures and high humidity are why they're likely in New York now instead of after the summer when they can usually be found. Jacqueline Carl reporting. I'm Jeremy Scott, USA News. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA. Or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com. Promo code USA. Right now, you can eliminate odors, mold, mildew, bacteria, and viruses in your home with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm uses oxy technology that naturally sends out O3 molecules that seek out and destroy odors. The thunderstorm doesn't mask or cover up bad smells, it eliminates them, leaving that fresh, clean smell, just like after a thunderstorm. The thunderstorm is small, plugs right into the wall, and fits in the palm of your hand. Put one in your basement, bedroom, family room, kitchen, or anywhere you want clean, fresh air. It even includes a USB cord for your car or truck. Right now, save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. That's three units for under $200, a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use discount code USA3 to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Use USA and the number three. Shipping is free. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now... RadioLawTalk.com Good morning, everyone. We are halfway through the year 2023. I cannot believe it. It is is July 1st. Six months are in the books. It feels like it was January 1st just yesterday, but no, that was 180 days ago thereabouts and uh welcome to the july 1st edition of radio law talk i'm todd cunan sitting in for both well sitting in the big chair for both fred penny who's on assignment and denise dirks who is on assignment so now this is the sixth month does that mean we've we've Actually, we won't be six months until the end of July because that's the beginning of the seventh, right? Well, hold on. All of January, February, One, two, March, three, April, four, May, five. June. Oh, yeah, okay. You're this right. This is right. the beginning okay. of the seventh month. Wow. So How about that, huh? Six, did, Cal, did you just try to pull a math? <laughs> did you just try to to debunk my math? Yeah, it oh. was a bad mistake, Tom. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, look. I was a foreign language major in college. They didn't make me take math. Cal's out there. All right, I'm going to have to pull pull off my socks to use my toes to count. 
that that voice you hear is Cal Hunter. Cal, uh, how you doing? You know, Todd, I'm well, thank you. Had a great week. I'm going to San Diego after this to go see some great grandchildren. Very excited about that. Okay, that would be a lie. Aren't, but, all, of, aren't, aren't all of your grandchildren great? I mean, are you singling them out? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Honest answer, yes. Yes, yes, of course they are. This is a recorded show, right? They're yes, all, they're all awesome. Yeah, they're all wonderful, every last one of them, yeah. So it'll be fun. That'll be a good adventure. A lot of, lot of miles on the hybrid, you know, but that's good. That's yeah, what we do. Driving down to San Diego. Isn't that crazy? Holy Toledo. Well, I know. Good, good luck and, you know, brave the heat. Well, it was Grandma's idea. I don't know I'm what the heat's going to be like in Southern California. We are in our neck of the woods up here. I, wow. got, the, yeah. I got the emergency alert. You know, here we are, Northern California, where our studios are at. I got the emergency alert telling me that to expect temperatures between 110 and 115 over this weekend. The all-time record in the Redding, California, where I live, is 118 degrees, and it was that for seven days in a row. It was hot. Yeah. Nothing, nothing cooled down ever, even at night. Not even your car. The thermostat wouldn't even close back up. It was just hot the whole time. It was nasty. Uh, we ought to notice the new landlord's coming by. It's Satan. We're living in hell. <laughs> Nuts explains why it's so hot. <laughs> I missed the whole Judgment Day thing and went straight to my destiny. Yeah, well, well you know, and, and that's where, okay, we're going to bring this back. That's where, dang it, I deserve due process. So we brought it back to the law. <laughs> Your Honor, please help me. Yes, yes, yes. And oh. then, of course, the judge says, well, that's fine. Just uh, show me the money. You got the money. We can talk, right? <laughs> So, Todd, how are you? You've been a busy man. You've been calling a lot of baseball games and doing a lot of legal I... work. You're just a busy guy. I've, I've I've been busier than a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest this last week. Yeah, uh, up, got about an hour drive, 45 minute to an hour drive every time I do a baseball game, play-by-play, Marysville Drake, shout-out to them. And uh, How about them Drakes, huh? And it had a couple of games this week, and last night was one of them. So, yeah, yeah, dragging a little bit and working full-time. So Now, is a Drake a male duck? It's a, It's a duck. I mean, is a female duck a hen? I, I don't know. I have, I have, I have no idea. I, hmm. I just know that our mascot is a duck, <laughs> and well, we have a guy on the team named Drake. So, oh, uh, shush! You do not. We do. <laughs> I Drake, love Drake that. Ayala from uh, from Texas. Now He's, batting for the Drakes. Here's Drake. Yeah, yeah. you could you couldn't script it any better. I love so it. yeah, it's it's been a little uh, it's been a little busy, but. I'll tell you, I was looking over the topics for this week. And Speaking we, of busy, you could be a Supreme Court justice. You'd be busy. It, this is the time of year when they start dropping all of the opinions from the arguments that they heard previously in the year. And, and last week, between last week and this week, there's some interesting ones. One, all right, what do you do when two people are on trial for the same crime? One person has made a statement or a confession can that statement be used against the other person they're charged with when neither one of them take the witness stand? We'll see what the Supreme Court says on that. So are you saying that the other person's confession implicated the other defendant? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Absolutely. Hmm. And on this particular case, in doing research, interesting tie-in to the origin of Bitcoin. And I'll get really? to that. Yes. Hmm. Uh, what else is Supreme Court? Big decision on whether or not... Schools can use race-based criteria in admissions, and that is 
Uh, let's just say that's upset things at Harvard and the University of North Carolina. And you know California has had that law for several years, and the race-based admissions in the California State University system have actually gone up as far as the minorities they were seeking as that have actually gone up. And that was what I read yesterday anyway. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see how all of this works out. What about keeping the Sabbath day holy? All for it. Somebody decides that, hey, you know, I need to be able to exercise my religious freedom. There's a case that came down from the Supreme Court that talks about that as well, that mm. right in particular. Uh, what so else for do we? Seventh day Adventist and a Jewish person, that would be Saturday. That's, right? that and is some correct. fundamentalists, just people who believe that, and others, it would be Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and wow. At, so is this an employer accommodation? thing we're talking about well it 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 is a uh arises out of an employer claiming they couldn't make an accommodation or that it was it, that they the didn't have to comply much. with it by the right, way the right. employer happened to be the united states postal service wow um hmm. also we've got well the, the case that won't go away you know about the rust case the tragedy that happened on the set of the movie rust in new mexico with alec baldwin and and we have an update couple of updates about who are the remaining players and what is the status of the investigation. But also, most importantly, we have case or no case. Cal, we do. Cal, we're coming up here. Uh, what I'd like to do is maybe you can give us a, a tease as far as the... Sure, I as, can. As far as the topic is concerned. Yep. For those of you, case or no cases, where Cal tries to throw out a case to stump the panel. Today, it's a panel of one to see if the scenario he gives is actually a case or something he made up, and if it is a case, what the outcome is. So on case or no case, coming up next, a president of the United States who said, I don't belong in the White House even as a visitor, and who wrote salty letters, shall we say, to a woman with whom he was having an affair. What became of those letters? Did his family want them in the open or hidden? And were they willing to fight for their view. That's coming up on Case or No Case after we break. Oh, my. Well, so, so By the way, extra point, if you can tell me, between now and we start the break, who the president might be. I'll you know, I, I, yeah. And, and I, I have to keep track of these. I write the topics down because we post all of our uh, shows about two or three days later. They're posted and they're searchable webcasts or podcasts on all of the podcast streaming services. And now I've got to come up with a catchy title for this case or no case and i'm really trying to resist the case of the salty president uh that just sounds wrong in and of itself but uh and yet that's exactly what it is oh lovely marvelous marvelous well you know i'm, I'm working on my blood pressure so i'll try to remove as much sodium as i can from fair my enough. diet fair enough all right so uh we will break away in a minute and that's coming up on case or no case and what case will we talk about after that when we get back todd well, after that, when we come back, I think we're going to get right into some of these Supreme Court cases. Um, I really, really like this one about the co-defendant statements. So yeah. we'll take a look at that and then just move it the way it goes. And if you have a comment, a question, or concern, we don't give legal advice, feel free to call us. Cal, Chief Cook and Bottle Washer, will take your call. You can call us at 1-855-529-7234. That's 855 529 Seven two three four. We'd be happy to hear you weigh in. Yeah, want to hear what you think about what we're talking about on Radio Law Talk, which continues after we take our first break of the big broadcast on July Fourth, Independence Day weekend. We'll be back on Radio Law Talk. 
Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, 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 car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940-800-670-0940-800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112-800-493-6112-800-493-6112. That's 800-493-61. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. 
Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. Our back. Cal is going to try to stump me. Cal, before you give the, uh, before you lay down the scenario here for case and no case, let's go over the ground rules just a little bit because typically when when one or more of the regular co-hosts are gone, you award double points. It's it's how I've won the last three rounds. I think we'll do point and a half. You get you get it all correct, you get three. If you get the name of the president in this case, you will get double points. It'll be worth six points for you on this on this particular puzzle. Okay. All right, Six go ahead. Points. And, and if you're ready, we're going to jump right in and tell folks maybe they can listen. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! This president was among the worst presidents in the United States by his own admission. He was corrupt, inept, and by his own admission did not belong in the White House even as a visitor. I'm not making that part up. And... Uh, he is not uh, not the most beloved of American presidential people. From 1948 to 1962, they ranked him as the least effective ever in the modern, relatively modern presidential era. He died in the White House from a heart attack and was replaced by Silent Cal, Calvin Coolidge, uh, and. Uh, 15 years in the Senate, and while seeking his term of president, he carried on a torrid affair with a woman named Carrie Fulton Phillips. They wrote tawdry letters back and forth to each other in which the president gave pet names to his and her body parts. I'm not making this up. True story. And uh, then, uh, after he ran for president, she threatened to expose him if he did not somehow treat her with a plum government job, which she got. And uh, then after he died, his family said, we don't want these letters to be public. The, these are private correspondence. Even though he was in public office, we want the letters to be blocked. They went to a lawyer to see if they could stop them from coming out. Yes, Todd, they wanted to know if they could block the nasty letters. And do they have a case or no case? Your thought. Good heavens. Give me a president's name and you win six points if you get the case or no case right. Well, you know, here's the problem. I, I mean, now, now i got to <laughs> find out who was president before Coolidge. <laughs> and uh, I haven't a clue. I mean, i got a name that keeps coming in. I, I know it's not right, but now it, it's one of those things where once you get a thought in your head until you say it and use it, that's the only thing you're going to say. So I'm just going to say pulp just for the heck of it. Good guess. Because, it, good guess. Yeah. Because uh, that's the only thing that comes to my mind. And, and by the way, for those out there, I say, well, why don't you just look it up on your laptop? Oh, that you no. Well, we can't do no, that. That is, that's dirty pool here at Radio Law Talk. So the question here is, could the family prevent the release of the, pres of the letters? Now, you said something interesting. You said that he wrote these letters, and when he ran for president, she – the – mistress, the paramour, was going to use them. So were these letters that were written before he was in public office? Or As he was a sitting senator. Okay. 
So he they were, he was a public official at that time. Shut, where, I, I am shocked. I am absolutely <laughs> shocked. If you read the letters, you would be. <laughs> I'm, I am shocked that a public official, a member of the Senate no less, would have dared to engage in such behavior. <laughs> I can't even say that with yeah, a straight yeah, face yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I think that, obviously, I think this is a true scenario. Uh, I know that uh, Benjamin Franklin, apparently... The father of our country and several others, as it turns well, out. Yeah, yes. More than just a country. Yeah, yeah so uh, Benjamin <laughs> Franklin he was a, a prolific writer to various individuals. He said he had a penchant for women that were more advanced in age, but... Uh, Went to France, and I'm telling you, he just, wow, I don't know if he ever found his underpants. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. I will be the ambassador to France. Why anyway. are you speaking with the English accent? I don't know. I don't know. Let me just tell you something. <laughs> I was not trying to find electricity when I had to kite with the key. Uh, so, um, I did it to get girls. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it worked. Way, the president's name, by the way. Yes. Warren G. Harding. Teapot Dome scandal. He was a corrupt human being, his, and his, by his, his own admission. Yeah. His, his name was Harding. Harding. Great. Okay. Not Tom. Well, uh, <laughs> so I, I say it's a scenario, but there was no case. Okay, well, guess what? Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, there geez. was a case, oh, and uh, the family gets sort of a win. Following the death of Miss Phillips, the family took the letters to the Library of Congress, and they held them there until this came up because they were just recently released. So now you can go to the Library of Congress and you can read <laughs> the letters where the senator refers to his, you know, and her, you know, and all that. It's all right there. So, so let me get this straight. They, they filed a lawsuit and were able to prevent the release or w what lawsuit well, was filed? Well, let me, let, me, let me see if I can get this right because I'm having trouble seeing my screen because my eyes are going bad on me. Anyway, they had a court battle that pitted Phillip's daughter against Isabel against the families of Warren G. Harding. The Library of Congress publicly opened the rep records March 29, 2014. In subsequent legal action, the libraries joined the Hardings and received a temporary restraining order for them to not be released until July 2024. And they were just released and made publicly available. So if you want to see the machinations of an old-fashioned barely post-Victorian era love letter that is very sexual in its nature, you can do that. I I, I, am, I wonder if he, they use the, uh, you know, the the language like, <laughs> like Shakespeare used. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> my mind doth think of thee often in glowing terms. Only he didn't say mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my Jameson thinks of thee. Uh, I mean, it, it's just the crazy. loins yearneth for what the loins yearneth. I cannot. <laughs> Oh, good heavens. Now I'm going to have to go read the letters. Yeah, and read, the, read up on the story. It really is a fascinating we're, we're, piece of history. We're coming up on our bottom of the hour break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about a, a crime lord in the Philippines and a lawsuit or a criminal prosecution for some of his henchmen and how the Supreme Court weighed in when we come back. Thanks, Todd. And next hour on Case or No Case. We're going to take you to Maine, where a convenience store gets charges filed against it because it opened on Thanksgiving. Serious business next on Radio Law Talk right here. Stay tuned. Radio Law Talk. 
and radiolawtalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 616 if you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the... This is Denise Sturks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny. Available on Amazon Books now. USA News update after the Supreme Court strikes down President Biden's student debt forgiveness plan. He unveils new steps to protect borrowers. First, I'm announcing today a new path consistent with today's ruling to provide student debt relief to as many borrowers as possible, as quickly as possible. One of the plaintiffs, Elaine Parker of the conservative group Job Creators Network, was very happy with the high court's ruling. It's really a great victory for our Constitution. In a 6-3 decision, the justices ruled Biden overstepped his authority when he didn't get authorization from Congress. The plan would have canceled $20,000 in loans for people who got Pell Grants, which is aid for low-income students, or up to 10000 for all other federal borrowers. It is a headache for air travelers this 4th of July weekend after 8,000 flights were affected yesterday. FlightAware reports 1,700 are delayed this morning and more than 100 canceled. Jeremy Scott, USA News. Now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do, so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. 
you can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. So when we went to break, it was right on the heels of Cal and his, uh, his case or no case about the love letters written by former President Warren G. Harding to yeah. his paramour, Carrie Phillips. Now, th- this is back, uh, they had a, a relationship, apparently. This this is all from my crack five and a half minutes of research, okay? Just they, don't charge me by the minute. That's all I ask. Okay, go ahead. So th- they, uh, they had a romantic relationship from 1905 to 1920. Yep. Can you think of something significant that happened around the, that same era? You mean World War One? Yes. Oh, wait. Uh, was she a sympathizer with a foreign country, they thought? Uh, uh, yes. Hmm. She, uh, she wrote. Um, <laughs> she, she was in Germany. She was German. She wrote uh, that it would be a betrayal for the United States to side with the interests of Great Britain. She was pro-German the whole time. And, and there are some historians that believe that Phillips was actually a spy for Germany. And and here she is. That's what makes it scary. She, you know, throw a little bit of uh, of tawdry language and activities in, and, and there you go. It's a James Bond film and pillow talk Ex- and nasty, nasty letters. I mean, <laughs> so so I'm, I I started looking. I, there was one website. I think ABC um, had a posting of the the top ten sexy things that were that were from the love letters. And I'm not going to read what they are. Oh, go ahead. Come All on. I'm going to do is say this. That if uh, let's put it this way, if Cardi B, <laughs> pop star Cardi B, was were writing an Emmy award-winning song, if if she were if she were to try to claim that anybody infringed on ideas that ke- became some of her most explicit songs, I think as a defense, those people could say, "Well, you just read the Harding letters." <laughs> Aren't isn't it interesting? Though? Oh my. I mean, that's just, uh, and, and 
Interesting names, too. But, you know, that has... Exactly. Uh, yes. Subject him to blackmail. This is another reason that in our government we want people to be pristine, free from affairs, free from anything that could lead them to blackmail or someone coming through the back door and unduly influencing government. Yeah, we, we, we want that. However, it doesn't work. Well, here's here's the thing with that, you know, and I, I get that. And, and I'm certainly not advocating for less than, you know, moral and good behavior. But the the other side of that coin, the, the, the double edge of that sword is imposing on, upon people the standard of, OK, you've got to be perfect in order to be in government life. And nobody's perfect. And everybody has something that regardless of what it is objectively subjectively they're embarrassed by and if it comes out now you get now you you end up with a government run by not the most pristine people but by people that are the best at hiding it hmm. and and that becomes problematic another one that stuck with me is during the clinton administration a potential cabinet appointee was interviewed and he said i experimented with drugs and the fbi agent in a moment of cleverness said well what were your conclusions <laughs> <laughs> I, I always it, it cracks me up in people's why well, experiment did you put on a lab coat can't you well you know b before i inhale that that marijuana let me put on the white lab coat and get the protective goggles do we have the acid wash bath over there ready to go <laughs> who has my notebook who's keeping yes. notes on this for me what are we using as our control group we're putting exactly. we're putting jerry in the placebo group again he's always <laughs> there uh all right well anyway <clears throat> Uh, that that was all interesting about Warren G. Hart. It's fascinating. So, yeah. But let me tell you about a man named Paul LaRue, L-E space R-O-U-X. Paul LaRue. LaRue. Yes. Like gravy, Rue. Sure. Paul, yeah. Paul LaRue was born in Zimbabwe and pretty much orphaned. Birth certificate lists, does not list the name of his parents. He was adopted. He was born in 72. He was adopted and raised in South Africa. And in his teen years, in the 80s, he took to computers and really enjoyed that and uh, got into a little bit of trouble, but got out of it and became, wasn't much for formal education, but he was pretty good with computers. He created a software called, what is it, E4M. And that is uh, encryption software that essentially allowed an entire disk to be encrypted and passed along, which would give then the, the person that possessed the disk plausible deniability about its contents. And well, at the early days of the Internet and when the government started investigating things, that was pretty popular software. Well, that led to something else, which led to something else. And to make a long story short, the next thing you know, the guy is as rich as and wealthy as can be, but he maintained and gained most of that wealth by turning to a life of crime and just became a, a, a crime lord living in the Philippines, right? And as most crime lords, uh, if you watch movies, would do, they, they like to take out their enemies. And I'm not talking about taking out to a fine meal. Anybody who they believe crosses them, uh, they become a mortal enemy and pay the price with their life, right? Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. And on one such occasion back in, when was it, the uh, early 2011, 20, maybe 2013, along in there, there was a real estate agent that he believed had crossed him in a big deal, real estate agent in the Philippines. 
You ever wonder what happens to uh, some people that leave the military? They're highly specialized as snipers or special forces, and now they're out there. Well, he hired three individuals that had decided to hang out their shingle, so to speak, in the we-can-help-you-as-hitmen category. Mm. And those folks went over to the Philippines and for a day and a half went around looking at properties, potential properties, riding in the same van with this real estate agent. And after they had looked at the same properties, this, uh, these properties for a day and a half, as they were driving back, the mood turned quickly. While one person was driving, the person in the passenger seat turned around and shot the real estate agent in the face five times. This will be your final showing. Yes, yes. Wow. Uh, we, we do not agree to the 6% fee. Uh, <laughs> cut it in half. Okay, that's it. We'll cut you in half. Got it. All right. Wow. So, that's uh, pretty strong. And these, these two guys, the two guys were hired by the third. The third was not in the car with them. The two guys were from Kentucky. They flew to the Philippines, did the job, went back to Kentucky. And after a long uh, investigation, they were eventually arrested and prosecuted in United States court, even though it happened in the Philippines, under the law that allows for criminal activities that are conspired and originate in the United States, even though they're committed on foreign soil. And here is here, here's why we're talking about this, because the two guys, the one guy who was the trigger man and the guy who was driving the car, were prosecuted and the court, during the trial court, was faced with a particular dilemma. And the dilemma was, well, the guy driving made a statement when the investigation was going on, and the statement was this. Yeah, I was driving, and Smith, I think the guy's Sammy was driving, and, and Smith was... Uh, in the passenger seat, and Smith turned around and shot the real estate agent in the face, right? That was his statement. Now, Cal, if I was just prosecuting Samia for conspiracy, yeah, and he says, okay, I was in the car, I was driving, and, and I was there when she was shot, the other guy shot her in the face. If I'm prosecuting the driver, can I use his statement against him even though he doesn't testify? It's I hearsay. Would, I would say it? if you didn't use it in open court, my first impulse would be, based on what I learned from Todd and Fred and Denise on Radio Law Talk, hearsay testimony is not admissible. It's what somebody else heard somebody else say. That's, that's true. Here is the exception. Uh-oh. If the hearsay statement was made by a party opponent, this is the United States versus Samia. So Samia is a party opponent. He's not going to testify, but it's his statement. Because it was made by him, it is admissible as an exception to the hearsay rule. Isn't that, in effect, having him testify against him? No, it, it's it not. Is, it yeah. is not. He didn't have to. Not against himself, the, the other statement. guy, right. Yeah. Wow. So, so, yeah, so the long and short of it is in any, any time that you're the subject of an investigation. That's how they get statements of DUI defendants in. They, well, we've got all this videotaped statements that they made. Well, the defendant's not going to testify, but it's still admissible because they're a party opponent at trial, and it comes in against him. We're going to a break, but I want you to think about this. Sure, it's admissible against Samia, but was it also admissible against the co-defendant? The co-defendant never made that statement. 
And what dilemma does that raise if it's introduced? And that's what the U.S. Supreme Court had to address. And we'll talk about what they decide when we come back. That's why those judges get the fancy building and the big money. They get to make the tough calls. And we'll find out what they did after this as we listen to Radio Law Talk with Todd Kunin. Stay tuned because the big broadcast will continue in just a little bit. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-254-1639-800-254-1639-800-254-1639-That's 800-254-1639. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. 
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. no fun just true email the show anytime you'd like info at radiolawtalk.com info 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 at radiolawtalk.com dot com we were talking about the admissibility of statements of a co-defendant made by one co-defendant against the other co-defendant we talked about the hearsay rule that would allow the statement to be admitted against the person that said it if they were tried alone but uh, and, and I need to correct myself. I said it was Samia and Smith. It was Samia and Stillwell. So Samia was driving. Stillwell was the alleged trigger man. And the question is whether or not Samia's statement, yeah, I was driving the car. Stillwell turned around and shot her, right? And can that come in? And at the trial level, and even the Supreme Court agrees with this, the statement unaltered as it is probably cannot come in against the co-defendant because there's a confrontation clause in the Constitution that allows – that's what cross-examination is based on. You're allowed to confront your witnesses, and if a a statement comes in and you can't cross-examine the person that said it and the statement comes in against you and you have no ability to cross-examine, well, that violates the Constitution. In the past, one way... Unless you're a traffic signal, you know, camera. But that's a different thing. Well, that, that's, yeah, yeah, Cal, you're going far. I know. Cal got I a know. ticket a long time ago and thinks it's a bunch Squirrel. of garbage. But, but a statement, by the way, the reason why that wouldn't necessarily be hearsay is because a statement is a statement by a person. Okay. And a traffic camera is not a person. So, so. in this case, one guy so claimed this, the other guy did the deed. Yes. And, and so, yeah. it's so what, the, what the court said was, well... You clearly they couldn't just put a transcript of the statement up for the jury and and use the deleted portion the black so which would read like um, yes and blank redacted turned around and shot so and so in the face because by um, in, by context if they had asked the guy four questions earlier. Yeah, um, so who were you riding in the car with? I was riding in the car with Stillwell. Okay, what happened then? Then Blank turned around and shot. Well, there were only three people in the car. One got a bullet. There was you. We we know that that statement is Stillwell, right? They they, they can't say that. So, what corroborating evidence did they yes. have of that? Well, well let, that let, let, me, let me get to what they said yeah. could happen, and then we'll talk about corroborating evidence. And this is where the court, I'll tell you, when I first read this, my thought was, oh, my gosh. 
I don't necessarily think that I agree with this, but it is what it is now because this is a U.S. Supreme Court decision. Because it went up, Sammy was convicted, the statement was allowed in because the trial court said, here's what we're going to let the the officer who's testifying do. Because he's the officer is the one saying, this is what Sammy has said, right? The okay. investigator says, um, well, rather than using Stillwell's name, we're going to let the investigator refer to Stillwell as the other guy, quote, the other guy. So the statement reads this way. So then Samia said the other guy turned around and and shot the real and shot the realtor. Wow. And the US Supreme Court said, okay, with that fix, it doesn't violate the rights of Stillwell under the confrontation clause. Now that to me is cutting a pretty thin slice of cheese off the brick. It's it, it's yeah. too much if we give them a statement with the name redacted. But it, because we think that by saying redacted, they're going to be able to contextually, based upon evidence, show that that is that was Stillwell's statement. But saying the other guy won't have so, the same. Net somehow the jury is just well, you know, we can't jump through the same mental hoops to come to that conclusion. Were they? Was he convicted? Were they? Oh yeah, they were convicted. Oh. Now, now I'll say this. The, the court went to great lengths to talk about the history of LaRue. That's why I went into it, how bad a guy he was and everything that happened here. And, and, and nobody is crying for these particular defendants. But my concern is that it appears, just from my two cents, to be a ruling that justifies the conviction of some really bad people without much thought about how this is going to play out down the road when people have statements brought in against them and they're not really bad people and there are significant questions about whether or not they were actually involved. So the rights of the defendants we don't cry for could compromise the right of every subsequent defendant no matter what. Absolutely. Cases. Wow. Absolutely. That's and, a stunning and, thing. And, and, but look, so, so at first blush, it was like, oh, my. Um, by the way, we, we're at Yes, thank you. <laughs> Cal, Cal held up the sign 30 seconds. I said, really? Uh, Eventually. I didn't say when, to be yes, fair. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. But I, I get the problem that the prosecution faces as well, because this is a conspiracy case. If you're trying two co-defendants at the same time and you have an admission um, without some way to get in the statement you'd be hard-pressed to find any scenario where you'd ever be able to introduce a statement if you're trying two people at the same time with one jury. I, so, I mean, you would never be able to bring in a confession in a conspiracy case. Had they recorded that, the reason I brought up traffic camera facetiously was, had they recorded that statement, could they play the statement of the other guy on video and therefore firmly establish who said it and when? Well, they could have. The problem is you run into the same problem. This is Samia's statement that the jury – by the way, there was another instruction. The jury was instructed – this is the uh, don't pay attention to the elephant in the room. <laughs> right. The jury was instructed – by the way, that statement you heard from Samia, you should not use in your deliberations against Stillwell. Or whatever. You should only use them in deliberations against Samia. 
like the ger- that's like saying you should only swim in the chlorine section of the pool. There's Ignore a non-chlorinated your- section of the same pool. You are to stay out of that section. Ignore your pants on fire. Yes. Right, right. And and you know, I looked at this and I thought, okay, it, well, the other problem that I had with is that the Supreme Court talked about the need to be able to present this kind of evidence for purposes of judicial convenience and prosecutorial convenience because, boy, it would just be too much if we had to bring in separate juries. One jury hears one evidence against one person and then another jury hears, or or if we had to do separate trials. But my thought here is, you know, this is a basic fundamental right. We send people to die for that, and you're telling me that impaneling two juries— is is too much it's not about their convenience it's about the rights of the accused and the victim mostly the accused in the case that, this is confusing to me that's true and, and for my two cents i look at it and i say look the ball's in the prosecution's court prove your case if the prosecution chooses to run two trials at the same time as opposed to trying the defendant separately if the prosecution chooses then they run the risk of not having being able to present certain evidence in a conspiracy case against one person and not the other. And if if you don't want that, it's not like we don't have the money, folks. Uh, I, I mean, there there is a large budget on the Fed. This is a federal prosecution. There's a lot of money on the federal level. And if you want to prosecute a case like this. And they've got a lot of free COVID money lying around in a yeah, bucket. If you somewhere. want to prosecute right. a case exactly. like this, then you're going to have to do separate trials because yep. the one statement shouldn't be considered by the jury or even presented to the jury against the other. But that's that's what we're dealing with now. Now, uh, really quickly, I talked about Bitcoin. Yeah. All right, and the reason I talked about LaRue as the henchman that, or the crime lord that hired these guys, it is widely believed the, the, the person that came up with Bitcoin is a person who's never been identified in real life named Satoshi. And, Satoshi, maybe? And it is widely believed that LaRue is Satoshi, and he's the one that created Bitcoin. It would certainly fit along with his uh, criminal dealings of being able to make money transfers that are basically difficult to, um, easy to launder, but he's the one who came up with it. And the reason they say that was when LaRue was finally caught and dropped off the map, that's the same time people stopped hearing from Satoshi. Wow. And it is definitely something that would have been within his realm of capability to create. So what became of LaRue? Is he still around? What's the deal he with He was him? finally sentenced after working as an informant for the government for several years. Hmm. And that's our first hour of Radio Law Talk, folks. When we come back, we got another case or no case, so we're going to get into the Rust case and Kevin Spacey and a bunch of other stuff. Don't go away. You don't want to miss a minute of Radio Law Talk, and it continues at six minutes after the next hour on this great local radio station and always for free on radiolawtalk.com. We'll continue with the big broadcast at six after. Stay tuned. Listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
America's longest-running morning radio magazine. You will like this program if you are new to it. There's something for everybody to like about the Good Day program, if I do say so myself. Doug Stephan, who else is going to say it if I don't? I guess. <laughs> right? Yeah, let's hear it for Doug. Yay! Jay Kirshner. The Doug Stephan Good Day Download with Doug and Jay Kirshner. The longest-running radio morning magazine is on usapodcasting.com. The Good Day Download. People ask me often, what am I doing while I'm doing the program? I don't understand where that kick that bet's a question. It would seem to have an obvious answer. I'm doing the program while I'm doing the program. Well, yeah, but what else do you do? Well, if you must know, I'm having cucumbers for breakfast today. Subscribe to the Good Day Download now at usapodcasting.com or wherever you get your podcasts.